Yeah. I'll react if I had to. Put some things in the past to and don't let them distract you, but react if you have to. Yeah. I'll react if I had to. Put some things in the past to and don't let them distract you, but react if you have to. Yeah. React if you have to. Yeah. Don't know the time, boy. What's up, guys? This is Chris from Pondoff Synonymous uh, with a little bonus episode. We'll call it 15 because it's uh, the way you number things in order chronologically. So, uh, But it's a bonus episode. Um, we're going to release it uh, middle of the week instead of on Monday. And it's uh, pretty special to me because Jeff and I are, are welcoming a, uh, uh, I mean, a longtime fucking friend of mine. I've known this kid probably since I was five or six. Um, oh, wow. uh, so allow us to introduce you, uh, my good friend, Joey Miner. Joey, hi. Hey, how's it going, Chris? Going well, brother. Thanks for being here. Thanks for jumping on. Um, I know you had a bunch of things going on, uh, to get to tonight, but, uh, you, or actually you probably didn't cause nobody can leave their fucking house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. So perfect timing to do a, do a podcast, right boys? Yes, sir. yes. So, so Jeff, I, you haven't met Joey. Um, you two are are some are some music buffs, and uh, we got to get you guys together. Yeah, jam session, pond off anonymous style. There yeah. you go. We can just do it, you know, via the, the Zoom thing here. We, we can. Yeah. I mean, you guys could probably just impromptu put on a pretty good fucking show for everyone. I mean, it. That's like, and it's. I'm not trying to. Maybe we should do this. Actually, get your guitars out, <laughs> but. Uh, Joey, uh, for those of you that don't know that are are tuning in, Joey plays for the Well Hungarians, uh, a band uh, from Southern Illinois, um, a a wildly popular um, in Southern Illinois, great fucking band. Um, Chicks are throwing bras and fucking panties at them like it's, I'm just kidding, but that's a great fucking band. It probably did happen, but, um, and, and Joey... Joey's kind of a fucking rock star, man. I mean, I, I he he'll never ever act like it or admit it, but uh, the guy's fucking talented, and and I I love his sound, and um, we can talk a little bit about that tonight, and and you know, just start it off with bands like Joey's. I mean, they aren't doing shit right now, and that's you talk about an industry that's hurting right now. I, I saw on the news actually there was some they were talking to some local musicians who you guys, Joey fucking, I mean, that's how you make your money and you're, you're grounded. You're, you're done. Right. I mean, you're just, yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of people are, are doing stuff online, the virtual tip jars and stuff like that. And I mean, it's, it was hurting already, you know, before this, I mean, just sure. getting younger people to go to clubs and then listen to live music. Um, it's just harder. You know, the, it just it wasn't <laughs> great, but it was starting to move and get better. And then this just yeah, they chopped man. us off. And uh, I mean, I I could speak for the rest of the guys in in the band. Like we're just we got the itch, man. We just want to play, you know. Um, but there's not really much we can do. So uh, just trying to figure out uh, what side work can be done. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'll do anything <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll keep playing music if I can, but. 
you know. Well, you have a gift, my friend. So um, thank you. I, I yeah, I I don't want you ever to 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 put that uh, guitar or that that banjo. Is it a banjo that you you bust out when you what's it? That, fiddle. fiddle, fiddle. What the fuck, guys? Nice. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm you know. I, you know, it's it's sad too because my old man played the guitar a little bit. He would he would strum a few songs and he'd only know like the chorus of the song and he just can keep it on repeat, but. <laughs> but I never was able to, to pick that up. Uh, and I guess, you know, we usually do recommended background music for these, uh, for these podcasts. And uh, I mean, I, are you guys okay with me just saying it's got to be John Deere green by Joe Diffie? I mean, fuck, how brutal is that? Oh, it's brutal. It just, I mean, it, and he got it from the <laughs> shit, right? They died from Corona or COVID-19, whatever the fuck they're calling it. Yeah. You see all the uh, country musicians. I mean, it sounds like that guy was a solid fucking guy too behind the behind the scenes. You know, he was a real deal. And uh, I've been uh, I have been listening to him. We used to blare him down in Talladega, Alabama. You know, where it's a country music redneck festival. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. A big fan of his and. it's real life. What's going on out there, boys? Um, I, I would say that this week alone, we've probably had two that I uh, two that I know of that have uh, that have passed away, uh, not from the virus, but probably from the loneliness. Um, so, and those are just people that I know. Uh, so it's it's affecting all kinds of people. People out of work. People. It's just overcome with anxiety and depression and loneliness, Joey. That you and I had a phone call leading up to this, and we were kind of touching on that stuff. And it will get to that. Um, but I guess I should shut the fuck up a little bit. Pardon me. Um, <laughs> I want to bring Joey in, and, and the reason he's on is uh, Joey's Joey's walk the walk, man. Um, and, and I and I would is it fair to say that you you've you've seen what rock bottom looks like? Yeah, uh, I I've seen what rock bottom looks like, and I try to dig a little further. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty cliche, but yeah, man, it's it's for me. You know, uh, I, I I definitely saw mine. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and, and and Joey, we we had kind of lost touch through, I guess, our twenties. Um, but you know, Facebook and stuff, and, and staying staying in touch that way. And and I remember when we really reconnected was for those of you that are, are just tuning in, I before launching the podcast, I kind of went in phases with this Bond Office Anonymous mission, if you want to call it that. Um, started as a blog, writing, uh, sharing my story, making sure people knew that they weren't alone. And then I began a foster parenting journey where um, writing and putting out, you know, stories of me doing blow and banging strippers probably wasn't the best for um you know there's a lot of people that can get their hands on that shit and do the wrong things and take it the wrong way out of context right so so instead of of writing and being super vulnerable online um i said fuck it i'm gonna go to friday's the tavern i grew up at every monday night i'm gonna sit at the bar and if anybody's struggling they're welcome to to come up and uh have a conversation uh and then or reach out to me and uh it was one one monday night that you and our mutual friend uh, Evan walked in, and uh, 
he had told me that you guys had connected and been going out. I know you and Burnham were hanging. Excuse me. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. Uh, you and Kyle were hanging out. Um, and we we'll got see. to talking. Yeah. We got to talking that night at the bar. And it was I was completely unaware of how bad it had gotten for you. Um, but but the Joey I met that night was a uh, on the onward and upward and 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 doing well um and we're, we talked about god that night at the fucking bar you remember you remember yeah. this yeah, yeah. No, I, I do yeah and and you we were kind of talking about our thing and you showed me your tattoo um can you share with us what what your tattoo is oh yeah uh you can get it in there it's a it's a void stamp <laughs> um i get asked everywhere is that real is that real yeah it's 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 real uh okay. <laughs> but um i mean it literally and figuratively it, it's it it is void i my veins just they ran away from the surface a long time ago uh i was jamming at them for so long but uh you know um as many people that you know ran down that path it happens but uh it was it was one of those things where it's like i don't want to call attention to my past to make it like a look at me sort of thing but i do want people to know um that they could approach me and talk about it because I, I met so many people throughout my journey of trying to get better that if it wasn't for them kind of being so open about it and like, just, I wouldn't have, uh, I probably wouldn't have come to the conclusions or, or the epiphanies, the aha moments. Oh, hi, Sylvia. Hey, who's our friend? <laughs> that's, that's Sylvia. She Who uh, said you weren't getting pussy while during, I'm sorry. I just couldn't. <laughs> Classic pond off. Oh, shit. Sorry, but, I can't uh, help myself. But yeah, but I kind of wear the, the, the tattoo as a, a, it's a little bit of a conversation starter. Uh, it, I can go real dark or real deep or real light, you know, like, oh yeah, it was just, you know, something funny. A lot of people don't think twice about it. Some people ask, and I've had some really, really good conversations with people that they've been wanting to talk about maybe a friend that's been going through something or it just... I, I want to be approachable when it comes to the craziest shit that anybody wants to talk about, because I know that for anything crazy or do you think you've done, I've either done worse or crazier or I was there somebody else that's done worse or crazier. You know, it's um, not comparing and not ju the judgmental shit. You know, um, I just try to be an open book and I wear my heart on my sleeve anyway. So absolutely, I, I just feel that it's uh I don't know. <laughs> My parents were just like, you're really just going to get that on your arm. Half the people don't even notice it, you know? Um, but it is, uh, I think it is a good thing. And I don't regret it or anything. So. Well, I, I, I mean, I think it's a powerful statement. And from what you just said, and from what we spoke about on the phone uh, and Saturday morning, I think we uh, had some coffee together on the phone. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I heard in your heart, a real passion for, for putting this shit out there um, like Jeff and I have been doing. And I, I really hear that in you. And um, because I've known you fuck. I mean, I was talking with my mother the other day. She was reminding me about how we used to go over to your grandma's house and how much of like a second mother she was to my mom. And who, who, who would have thought that we were playing Nintendo and you were, I always remember you eating those fucking lima beans. And I was wondering, I man, this kid's weird. He's fucking eating lima beans. He's six years old. Um, but I, I still remember that brother. And like, 
30 fucking years later, we're on a recovery podcast talking about our journeys uh, because it's not a, Hey, look at me. It's not a, Hey, look at you. It's a, Hey, we're here to help. We've, we've walked this fucking battle. We've seen rock bottom and um, you want to be a resource for people that are getting you through. Um, That's what I get from, from your, from your heart. Um, Am I, am I on point there? Yeah, you, you are. You're, you're right. I, I um, I, I do. I want to. I want to. You know, try to. It's it's very cliche and it's said all the time. But you know, I, we keep what we have by giving it away. And yeah, I, absolutely. I, I feel like you know, and it, it, cliches are there for a fucking reason. There's that you know, it's. And I I think, and, and like I told you, um, you know, I, I I have, I have stopped heroin, um. But like I, I, I drink, I actually have been drinking for a few days now, especially because of some recent uh, events that have happened really kind of shook my world. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been off the sauce for a few <laughs> few days, which is good for me. Um, but I, it's I, interesting you say that. I, I got to stop you for a second. Oh, okay. So we'll, and we'll get it. But so something, something hard happened to you and you stopped drinking. Yeah. Yeah. All I, all I wanted to do was drink, you know, and, 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 uh, I just, I I couldn't in good, even in good conscience. It, it's almost like I, I have been doing something wrong. Uh, you know, normally that would have been a time where I just drink to, to just kind of numb out or at least try to go to sleep, you know? Absolutely. Um, I really didn't sleep that night. <laughs> I probably would have closed my eyes if had I, had I gotten, you know, sauced up, but uh, still that, that just, I call it the band aid bullshit. You know, it's, it's, Good. you know, having a drink or a quick hit or, or whatever, it's just, it's band-aid, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, you still, you're still going to have a, a scab underneath that and you're going to pick it again. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and that works sometimes for a while. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's, you know, sometimes that's, you know, people have to grieve or certain ways or do certain things and get there. But no, man, I, I just had one of those moments where I was like, yeah, uh, dude, fuck this. This is <laughs> something's got to just, something's got to be different. Uh, you know, things have been, I'm already cooped up and then to have, um, you know, it, have anything going on it, yeah. it, on top of it. It's, it's, you know, it'd just be so easy for me to just sit here and waste away. Uh, and I, I just, I can just feel that happening. I, I could f- feel like I could see it happening and I, I don't want to, don't want to I mean, get old down that path. That's incredibly mindful brother. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> proud of you for that. And to kind of, to, to go even further back a little bit to, to clarify kind of what you're saying. I've wanted you on this podcast. You were one of the first names I wrote down before we even fucking launched it. All right. And we've, uh, we've talked to our, I talked with my mutual friend even back before, um, before, if you say, if, if this is okay, you have recently taken a, a, a dip um, happiness wise. Um, some events in your life, like you, you mentioned, is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. So even before that, you were hesitant to come on and I, I had a feeling why, and you confirmed it the other day on the phone that uh, Jeff, I want you to know, like this is, and I think Jeff and I have talked about this because I was always telling him, I want to get Joey on. I want to get Joey on. I want you guys to meet. You're both fucking musicians. You know, you guys click. Um, but I said, I don't think he wants to come on because where he's in recovery from heroin, he hasn't stopped drinking. And I think he feels conflicted about coming on and i just wanted needed to get you on the phone and tell you this isn't a a podcast for just people that have 
completely fucking cleaned up and like stopped doing everything and um are now this like reborn fucking christian that's not i i knew that you still drank i've I've sat with you at fridays that night (laughs) um but your story you're like the reason i wanted you on is because your story is so fucking powerful um because it's so fucking real and it's not fake ass bullshit where everything's easy you get you recover from fucking deadly ass age right um which is dropping people like fucking flies but you still have a couple drinks and look at that tattoo and are wanting to help people but you don't want to be like i don't know what the hesitation was but i'm glad you're here because this is authentic man and that's what we fucking live on like this shit's real life and and i'm just so grateful you're here because there's people out there that are in all stages of this shit that aren't even close to rock bottom yet. They're headed there. There's people that are at rock bottom and there's people that are climbing out of it. Um, there's people that are where I'm at are farther beyond uh, professionals or people that are leading groups because they've had real success in the recovery journey. And, and, and then there's people where you're at, where you, you, you saved your life by, by stopping the one vice. And, and you're, but life's still fucking hard. I think that's what you said to me on Saturday mm-hmm. that there's still, I mean, that's before all this shit, what we're dealing with in our environment right now. Mm-hmm. But that is to me, such a powerful story that you have for people out there. And I want, I want you to explain it a little bit that like what we talked about where, Yeah. Part of its lifestyle, you you you're in a band, right? And talk about your hours and your, you know, what what's I would say ex- maybe expected. It is kind of people think that like if you're in a band, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut the fuck up. You tell tell us about your 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 drinking and where you're at right now. Well, <clears throat> you know, uh, so like with the hours and the band and everything. Um, you know, I, I work, you know, at eight to a 12 hour day, kind of, it just starts a little later than other people. Yeah, uh, you know, typically, um, you know, if, if we're playing a club or a bar or something like that, um, Wednesdays and Thursdays, I got to be there at five, um, or six, six or seven, something like that to start. We play seven to 11 or eight to midnight. That's, you know, so get there a couple hours before leave there about an hour after it's a four hour time. Right. So, you know, your typical, it's about eight hours, depending on how far away I am from home, get home at, one one thirty. Well, nobody goes to bed at seven o'clock when they get home at five thirty, right? You know, so up for a little bit and and say so. No drinking at all. Let's take that that out of it. Going to bed at say three at the best. You know, something like that. Well, getting up at eight a.m. and getting your day started doing all that stuff isn't always going to happen. You know, and then throwing drinking on top of it, even a couple of them. You know, fuck eight a.m. <laughs> you know, oh, wow, right, right. <laughs> um, and so. It, it gets real easy to, to basically your your days just start so much later. And then for me, I found that I would just feel this, this, this guilt because I'm getting up at noon or one o'clock or something like that, you know, and it's like, well, well shit, you know, I'm, the whole world's been doing their whole thing for six hours plus and I'm just getting going and, um, and not, and not getting much of the sun in the daytime, you know, that, that takes its toll. Um, and then being in the bars and, and having some drinks, you know, I, I, 
I always tell people, you know, it sounds, the fiddle sounds better if you drink, not me. <laughs> Obviously, you know, um, because, I like that. I like that. <laughs> and, and the thing is that, you know, I had, I have had a couple of shows where I got a little sauced up and I had to kind of just, all right, but get it together. And it's, it's happened. Sure. It's happened to the best of them, to everyone. I, I've seen it before. And, I can and, only fucking imagine. Man. And, and, yeah. um, you know, and there, there's some times where I've been, I've, I felt like I embarrassed myself a couple of times and I've asked people and they're like, yeah, we know it's a little bit, but, um, I really tried to dial that back and I, you know, I had kind of learned from those, those mistakes. And then sometimes we just get sauced afterwards. Just, just say sure. that, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, um, you know, that, uh, it's, it's conducive to, to drinking, being in the bar. Obviously. That's a good way to put it. Absolutely. It, it, but it's not, it's, I know tons of musicians that are sober and kicking ass and just and slaying the club scenes. Well, not now. None of us are working, but I know tons of guys that you know through the program and then and not. Um, it's doable. It's it's you, you show it when you go to Fridays and hang out. It's doable. Um, Absolutely, it's, but it's a lifestyle change, and the hours get tough. Um, and then being around it, um, you know, it's just it's just kind of what you do, you know, and mm-hmm. and and. Our, the band that I'm in, we are we really love our fans. We we try to make a genuine connection because the reason the band's been around so long, I've only been I've been in the band for going on six years now. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask around, you about that. Been around for 26, 27, it's around twenty seven years. The band's been around, and that's because of making a genuine connection with fans. And then when their kids are like nineteen, they're trying to sneak in and get you know to get into fucking shenanigans. Shenanigans, motherfucker! You fucking beat me to it. That's what I was gonna say. Sneak <laughs> in fucking shenanigans and creating shit like that. Because remember that, that hot blonde that used to sing for them. <laughs> I hope my wife's not listening, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But you know, it's it's that's we. So on break, we're we're out talking to people. We're yelling over the music, and and believe me, I'm not bitching about this. I love getting to play music. But sure, sure, sure. No, we're not. Yeah, you know. And, and, but it's I. It's um, it's a it's a full time. I mean, you're just you're you go 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 go. You know, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you get in the car <laughs> and head home. No fucking sunshine, it's a, brother. It's a hard environment too because they're sending like drinks up to you and stuff like that. I mean, when I play, people are sending buying you drinks, and it's crazy. Oh, yeah. And then you guys play like long sets too, so you have drinks coming all night long at you. Yeah, and you know, a lot of places that they go well. You get half off food and, and you get drinks and it's like, well, I guess this is good. But, you know, that's one thing that I will say. Uh, the boys in, in the band that I'm in, uh, they are not partiers. I, you know, like I, I probably am in the one that is, gets the, the loosest, if you will, um, with it. Uh, you know, uh, it's a tight ship. It's run. It's a business. You know, it, sure. it runs it very well. And I'm very grateful to be a part of that. And uh, it's I will say it's. I couldn't imagine being in a band where guys are like really like, you know, right. going hard in the paint because it, it it'd be too easy for you know because we have each other to really um, to to lean on you know mm-hmm. if I was getting too loose which is like my boys would be like hey you know right you, you know and we can do that to one we can say it to one another if we were all that way it'd be a shit show and so <laughs> I'm I'm very grateful to be with the guys that I, I play with actually the whole all the guys that I play with in the band in the past six years that have come and gone they've all been uh, legit dudes that really uh, strive to be better musicians and right, right. I mean, you guys aren't, yeah, you guys aren't a just go get fucked up and play a two-hour set at at a tavern, which great for those guys. But this is a fucking job for you, man. It's your livelihood. 
Right. And and if you guys were all getting fucking three sheets, there's no way that. Well, I mean, I guess you could sound. I I, I guess I don't know shit, but it it what you're saying, it didn't see. It wouldn't be as good of a product, probably. Right. Right. If all of you are fucking jacked up on blow and hammered, you know, or doing <laughs> other shit. <laughs> Joey, right. how, so six years of, uh, in Wall Hungarians, how do you, how long ago has it been since you got clean from, from heroin? Well, I was just thinking about that because I knew, I knew you'd ask that. And <laughs> I guess it's been, I guess, I guess I'm going on eight years now. I guess it'll be in September. It'll be eight years. I was trying to figure out if it was seven or eight, um, but it was, I was, I, I had just gotten a year before I got in the band and I've been banging on six. So it'll be seven actually. Okay. Me. Okay. Seven. I had just gotten a year. I was <laughs> funny story. I was facing a year in prison uh, <laughs> in Arizona and uh, I got a phone call. Um, you know, there's a warrant. I'm like, what? So I had been clean for a year and then I flew oh, out wow. to Arizona. I had already, I just, I happened to get clean. It was, it was just, I had, just, you know, a moment, but I got clean and then a year later, uh, you know, I'm working at a gym. I'm all buffed up, you know, doing the workout thing. And then they're like, come on out to Arizona. So uh, fingers crossed. I hope they just don't take me to jail <laughs> uh, when I went out there. But I went out there and uh, then I, for the next year, um, I called the number every day and took a piss test. And uh, and I passed the whole thing and got everything expunged. And uh, that was Good for you. That was it. So, and then like right, that was right before I got in the band. So, um, yeah, so, so it was, yeah, so, you know. Was was that? Did you? If you didn't work any program, was that was that your surrogate program? Just a fucking drug test and. Well, th- that at that point it was. I mean, I was already. Um, I had already gotten clean, and I. Uh, now, and when I say clean, I, I was I to get over the heroin withdrawal. I was smoking a gang of weed, um, okay. and uh, and my doctor had me on. Um, like clonidine and some liver, just basic detox type things. Okay. No narcotics or anything like that. Um, no, I, I, yeah, this is, this is, this is important. This is really important for people that are listening. Um, do you remember what, was there one thing that made you say, this is fucked, fucked up. My life's unmanageable. Or was it a series? Do you, people ask me that all the time about, and I was like, I knew my fucking shit was unmanageable for two, three years before I, before I finally, by the grace of God, checked into to rehab. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, dude, I I must have told myself this is like, you know, this is fucked. I must have told myself that, you know, a million times. You know? Absolutely. Uh, but you know, like this is it, my life. Like this is it. This is it. And then something always happened that it either enabled me or. I got better just long enough to, you know, be okay with my family again and then put it all up or there was all, but always something, something. And, but this last time, um, I just remember my mom looking at me and, and she's just going, there's nothing left. And what really? she meant was, what she meant was that she was speaking for my, my, her and then my dad and my stepmom, you know, basically there was just like nothing left, whether it's, we got no more money to send you to rehab like that. You know, we got, we have nothing else even emotionally to get. I mean, it was just, they were, they were tapped and I could see it in her eyes when she said like, we got, we have nothing left. And basically that was, you know, I had like one month left that I had paid for in this shithole, uh, um, apartment that I was living in, in Bethalto. And, and, uh, I, I knew that once I left there, I, w- I wouldn't have a place to live if I didn't, if I didn't get off drugs 
like for real. I didn't have a place to go. And I'm like, dude, I couldn't panhandle. I wouldn't last a day out on the streets. I'm a, see, I'm, I'm weak. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not, I'm it's, and I'm not above it. I'm just, I dude, I couldn't even, I wouldn't last a day. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I can't camp when it's raining out. So I'm a big, I get it. I'm a pussy too. There's no way. Dude, I, I just, it, I just know me. I just, I would be, it'd be awful. It'd be, I wouldn't even know what to do. And there was just something that clicked because I've had that, that conversation with my parents before. They've said this to me since they've said it to me many times over the years. And like I said, maybe I did something just enough to manipulate them to think I was doing okay. But this last time I just, I told myself, I was like, I just have to do this. And I I told myself that I, I, there was no option to go to rehab. There wasn't an option to go to a doctor and get Suboxone for a week um, and that shit yeah. cost like a ton of money just to see a damn doctor to get some medication that you might, you know, so I, I had to cold Turkey it and it sucked, you know, it sucked. And I had done that before and anybody who's gone through it will tell you it's awful. It's the, it's the worst thing. You can Somebody do. said it was hell on earth. They described that to me that went through, uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, I've always tried to describe it as like, there's an itch somewhere that you just cannot scratch, whether it's inside, like, inside your head or you just want to kind of pull your hair like you want to like feel anything but this this thing that's just kind of inside it's it's, it's awful and, and to clarify to the listeners you're you're talking about the withdrawal from heroin yes correct yes yeah, it's, I, yeah. I've, I've seen so when i was in rehab there was the alcoholics and the opioid heroin addicts we were together because it's, it's the same brain shit right mm-hmm. and I, I, I watched some kids um detox but some kids try to do it and they were in a or puking and shaking and well, it's heartbreaking to see i can't imagine um how that feels man uh and to, and to go through that how how so you've done it a couple times you you did this cold turkey oh, yeah man i sometimes you have to you know uh it, it that's kind of the nature of the beast once you i mean once you you're doing it for a while um you don't really get high or have fun doing it you just get well I mean, to to keep getting high from heroin, you have to keep getting more money so you can do a higher dose. Well, typically you don't make more money when you're using more heroin, (laughs) spending it more than it's coming in. So, you know, the the next thing you do is just to like, okay, I did that. Now I feel normal, you know? Um, So when it starts wearing off, I mean, it's like, if you can't find money, you know, to, to get more, you're going to, you're going to start kicking, you know? And that's whenever people do some, pretty crazy fucking shit crazy shit you know you put somebody's back against the wall and i mean it really is there's a sickness there you feel and you know as soon as you feed that you can just you can actually sit down with your family and have a meal it's not even that you're just going to be right right the chest it's not that you know now sometimes that happens because you can't regulate the shit you know you don't know what's in your dope and stuff like that but i mean there really was a time where if i didn't have something in me i couldn't even function but that that day whenever i i told myself i'd kick it I told my mom I wanted to kick it and I wasn't going to come to her house, never save because my parents have saved me so many times and we've learned, you know, my dad doing the tough love thing, my mom doing the stay in my basement, I don't want you to die thing. Yeah. We've done every single combination in that fucking Rubik's Cube of, of, of dysfunction. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we've done it all. And uh, basically what it was is as soon as I started taking care of myself, like for real, like I actually wanted to do it, everything else fe- fell into place. You know, uh, when, like I, I told myself, I, I can't live on the street and I don't have any help from my parents. Like you have to do this. Well, as I finally got over that physical state, I just felt better. And got through I, it, yeah. I, and then I ended up getting a job. Yeah. 
and I just took off from there. You know, it was good, out of sight, out of mind, you know. Um, I just kind of flipped upside down and turned my life around. And I went to meetings for, for a while in the beginning. I went to AA. Um, I've, I've always been a fan of AA. Um, sure. It helped me really get a, a jump start. And, uh, Some accountability. It exactly. sounds like you. It sounds like when you got through the dope sick the last time, you. what I heard you say, and it kind of light bulb for me that you that you really when you, you had you're like i gotta do this you had to take some fucking accountability of, of and you know your parents have done everything how long was your how, how long were you using well let's see i mean i, I started i started with the needle at, at 21 oh, 21 22 but i mean i, I got I mean, I was hooked on pain pills before high school. That's uh, so. So I was going to ask you, uh, so, you know, how it's how it started for you. I didn't really know was, anything about it then, though. I didn't know I was. Nobody did, man. I don't <laughs> think anybody <laughs> fucking knew that 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 pain pills were going to turn into you to to people sticking needles in their arms. I mean, it, the line goes from it's this. It, it's it. So many people they think it's oh man, I could never use needles. Right, and they end up. It's crazy. It's 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 because there is literally it's there's very little difference. And I remember when I had that man. I don't. Hey, I just snort it. I don't. I don't shoot it. You know. And these right. Are like they're like fuck you. You holier than thou. Like fuck it. we're doing the same thing. And and they they weren't wrong. I'm I'm sitting there judging. Well, I'm not as bad as them. Well, I got uh-huh. there and going. Oh, now you. Then I went to that too. You know, it's it's a different delivery system and yeah, it's more deadly and it's lethal, but it's all awful. It's, it's, and that's the thing. It's just, it sure. and it, I am literally one in a fucking billion that you could ask him how to start. Well, I took a Percocet when I was uh, about 14. <laughs> yeah. You could start a million stories like that. Just like that. It's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> it really is. And it's still, that's and that it's still going on. To, so what you, what you are doing is fucking, Awareness for that shit, man. Um, I was talking with somebody the other day by having these conversations that you and I are having. Um, fuck, we had we had, we had Nick on. Um, by having these conversations, parents are knowing what to look for now in their in their kids when they go into the medicine cabinet and they're mm-hmm. missing five fucking pills of a ten, and they and they don't now they know why. Where. Our parents wouldn't fucking know. I mean, they were like, it just because nobody talked about this shit. It wasn't out there. Granted, technology's helped that. Like, we're fucking zoom a boom booming, whatever the fuck it's called right now. Um, hence, some of the audio quality. If you guys are going to uh, gonna Cisco and Ebert our ass for some poor audio, it's because uh, there's a fucking virus out there. Jack offs. Just kidding. But seriously, like, thank God for the technology so we could fucking spread awareness on this. I mean, I mean it. There's so many kids now, like even I have some of my, some of our friends have kids that are getting close to high school scares the fuck out of me, but at least we know what to look for. Um, when it comes to the pain pill shit, I, they're, they're coming up with all kinds of new ways to get high eating Tide Pods and shit. But the, the, the key is that we're, we're shattering this fucking stigma that you had some real fucking balls to come on here and talk about your heroin usage because you're not fucking scared of any type of stigma or bullshit that somebody's going to say, or any judgmental fucking hypocritical Christian. Um, you're here to, to, to help people find out what to look for 
when their kids start fucking getting into their goddamn medicine cabinet. Pardon my French. It's fucked up. And it's scary, man, because it's dropping these kids like fucking flies right now. Like flies. It's killing. Talking about a pandemic. This shit's been going on long before the fucking uh, COVID shit. Um, and it's, it's, it, it, we posted the guy uh, we had on Jeff Stevens from Wellbeing Brew. Wellbeing Brewing had that awesome quote about when you get sober, ten people's lives change. Well, I think the pr- the preface to that is when you get fucking addicted. Let's just say heroin because that's what we're talking about now. Ten people's lives change because you fucking wreck ten people probably yeah. at least. When you start using, when when kids start fucking around with pain pills, they think it's fun at a high school party. Um, it will wreck your parents, your siblings, your grandparents if they're still around, um, your friends, your aunts, your uncles. It'll fuck your dog up. Everybody, it fucks everybody up. So, so what we're trying to do, and and I, I sensed, I felt, I feel a passion from you every time we talk about it was at that wedding this summer or at the bar at Fridays or just on the phone the other night. You, you share this passion with us and we're, and I think it's, I think it's fucking amazing, man. Um, And, and it's incredibly brave to come, come on here and and talk about this shit. So we couldn't be more grateful. Don't think we're letting you go. We're just getting started, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking get that fiddle out. <laughs> um, so, talking the other day, uh, another topic I wanted to discuss with you um, was something that Jeff and I just released a podcast on on Monday. We recorded last last Wednesday, I, th- I think. Fuck, I mean, I don't even know what fucking day of the week it is right now. It's a shit. Somebody posted on Facebook, it's Groundhog Day, you know, like the Bill Murray movie. It's fucking what we're doing right now, right? Absolutely. Looking for Ned Ryerson. <laughs> um, but you had the same, you kind of took the words out of my mouth because you were so concerned about, about people like us right now. Um, and as Jeff has said uh, multiple times, if for those of you that haven't been listening or or just catch a couple episodes here and there, his big his big uh, demon is is anxiety and and depression. Yeah. You know, I always say, show me an addict that doesn't have anxiety and depression issues. Like I don't think that exists. But but Jeff doesn't have an issue with um, you know he socially drinks, but like unlike me, he can have one and then like go to bed. Where I got to finish the bottle like and then pass out so you shared that joy with me about how concerned you are um i was concerned for you because i know you've been going through a rough time recently um life's hills and valleys but i know you've uh, had a a kind of a thing change in your life uh, a couple months ago um that that had some of your friends worried um so I was worried when the, when the, and I think I reached out like, Hey, I'm worried. Are you doing okay? Because I don't know where you were going to be staying. Um, it's the worst time to be alone. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you being with your family is huge and, and you seem to be doing pretty good. And, uh, but you know what it feels like, you know what it feels like to be, to be lonely, uh, at rock bottom struggling like a motherfucker. And, and you were concerned, um, 
for people during this this pandemic? Genuinely, genuinely concerned. I, I still am, and uh, <laughs> you know, I have felt this this what people are going through right now, having to be at home and the anxiety and the depression. I felt that without the fucking coronavirus, the COVID. I, I felt that four months ago, sitting at home without anybody telling me I had to be at home. So now with not the, without the option to even get out or anything like that, I, I can only imagine what people are feeling. And I'm blessed that my parents, we, we nipped it in the bud. I got out here the right time. My roommate and I have been staying out here. We're hunkered down. If he and I were just sitting in my place, I mean, just left to my own devices, just the two of us, it, we, we talked, it would be, it'd be so much harder, even with yeah. just two people. Um, we, we have strength in numbers. We know that in, in many different ways, with, as in people. That's and, a, yes, I like that. And, and yeah. we really do. And, and so, like, right now, it's my, my roommate and my dad, me, my sister, and my stepmom. And so we've got all these little outlets. My, we can play video games with my sister. We can watch a different movie with my parents. We can go on the lake, you know, and just throw a pole out and just, you know, sit out there with some, we throw baseball around. We have some, we have these options. Not many people have, there are people that are sitting at home by their fucking self, by their oh, fucking home. Not, not even a fucking grandma or a mom or a sister or a brother, somebody that the only people they're in contact with is on a fucking screen like we are right now. And if that were me, if that were me, I'd be, <laughs> I can't imagine where I'd be. And so I, I, that's why I told you, I was like, there's, there's somebody out there that needs to, to, to hear from us or say hello, or they, they need it. Uh, Cause I know I need it. Even, even with all my people here on my family, I still need this. You yeah. Know, it, I mean, I, I, that, that's a, you couldn't have put that any, any better. And, and it's, it's, it's definitely, it fucking, it squeezes my fucking heart knowing that I think I've explained this Jeff and I talked about it. Like it's a little bit of survivor's guilt, man. I, I have my wife, my, my kiddo, my, my mother who lives next door to us. Yeah. Ha ha. Make all your fucking jokes. Um, but, uh, I, um, we are together. We've kind of, kind of sequestered together. Uh, my mother has some, you know, respiratory issues and she'd fucking, cut me out of the will if I mentioned her age on here, but she's, you know, no spring chicken. God bless her. But we've hunkered down and, and we're, we're getting by man. And we're, I, there, I, I, and segue to my recovery. Like I am confident, but not cocky. Um, and I feel a twist of temptation. I know it's, you know, and, and the girls, I'm cool with them drinking wine. They're, they're not fucking alcoholics. Um, but I can only fucking imagine how hard it is for the people like you mentioned that are sitting home alone without what I have, without what you have. And where, yeah, I'm so fucking grateful. Like, it, like it takes me back to like fucking watching my best friend die in that fucking go-kart accident. Like I'm so grateful to be alive, but my heart's fucking fucking crushed for, for the people that for, for him, but for the people that don't have, what we have. So, so how do we be the, where the rubber meets the road to help them if they, if they're interested. And the only fucking thing I could think of was start this PA online meeting group where, yeah, it's for people in recovery that can't make their meetings, but people that are lonely, if they want to fucking 
we can be on it. And I don't know. I don't have the answers, but I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, this is not something anybody's fucking prepared for. But I mean, uh, what? I mean, I'm sure you would. You, I mean, you you're playing music sometimes online, like, and people could get on there and and fucking type away and be a part of something. Like that's that's what I'm recommending. I don't know if it's gonna work. Fuck, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but I do know that the hearts are fucking breaking out there. And, and people are grieving and people are lonely and I'm praying hard as fuck for them. And, um, and I know you are, and I know it's in your blood and passion for them. We share that, uh, Jeff, Jeff's huge on it. Um, Jeff runs our, our like production shit at church and we have to do everything online now. And I, and I don't think every church can do that. Like, yeah. And that's something that once I know people that, the only time they were fucking happy is when they go sit and pew in church for, or the only time they'd feel community was that hour, hour and a half on a Sunday. And now that's fucking gone. So, so we gotta, I mean, I, I think we're pretty smart guys here. We got to come up with something, Joey. We got to figure out. Um, so I, I mean, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but play some music, man. I, I think that people love your sound and I don't know if you're hard on yourself or not, but you, you, you sound great. I know people love you. People love your heart. Um, yeah, we're gonna push the PA meeting group so people, if they want to fucking, it's like a, it's like a fucking chat room, like when we were kids. I don't, I don't know. Something to do, something yeah. to not be alone in. And with the Zoom shit, um, I don't know. We got to figure something out. But, but I, I, I we kind of are. We we're always saying, Joe, let's get Joey on. Let's get Joey on. We'll do it in person and release it like on a Monday, like we normally do. But as Joey and I were talking, Joey's like, man, I'll, I'll get on whatever. Like, cause he's fucking burning a passion that we are Jeff. And yeah, that's awesome. Here I am rambling again, but man, um, this shit is, is brutal. And we gotta, um, we, the praying is the least we can do. And, and it, 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 there's nothing to lose praying, but I think we we can all do some tangible things here to put ourselves out there. I mean, there's probably people, Joey, that like the time they come and listen to you guys play is their fucking highlight of the week. And um, like you mentioned earlier, your fans, like you guys have some fucking fanatical fans. I mean, that fan is short for fanatical and a couple hot ones that, that I've noticed. <laughs> but uh, hey, who hasn't gotten? Never mind. I was going to say something about the back hallway at Cutters, but who hasn't? Okay. <laughs> Jeff? Not the peeling shrimp or that I'm smelling or what? <laughs> oh my god! This is the first dirty joke I've told on the podcast. <sighs> I love you. I fucking love you. You broke his cherry. I broke it. I was the G-rated uh, one for so long. <laughs> Joey, uh, thanks for being here, man. And um, let I, I, this isn't going to be the last time. We want to have you on more um i'm gonna ship you one of these hats i was i was gonna ask you when i, where I can get one of those yeah, <laughs> I, was, before this over, I was gonna ask you I, I want one of those you got it yeah. um so you guys are you guys are hanging in there over there and uh you're in bethalto right yeah yeah uh holiday shores area around the lake <laughs> out here um cool. but yeah man I, I like i said the, uh, the family uh, is what's really kind of kept me grounded and uh and then going back to what you were saying about what can we do um, I think one thing that's hard is that, yeah, we have this passion. We want people to know that that they're not alone, 
but it's such a broad stroke and we need to be hitting people individually and making them feel that because that's what it is. It's it, it making them feel yeah. people that are struggling. They, they, it's, it's not selfish. They, they, they want some, some one-on-one type of, of, a, of an interaction, whether it's something as simple as, Hey man, did you see that show or whatever it is, just something to be acknowledged. And we want to help so many that, we don't help. So, I mean, me, I want to help so many that sometimes it's so broad. Not one person is, is there, you know, uh, Hey, call us anytime. If you want to come talk. Well, that tends to fall on deaf ears with so many people. They think, well, there's so many people that are going to call in or this and that. Yeah. There's gotta be a way to at least be a little more personable about this, to, to, to not make it seem like it's a fucking help, you know, some hotline to, yeah. Yeah, make it more of like a hey, come on through. Like you don't have to be on camera or sure. It 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 can be completely anonymous if you want. And no, that's great. That's great, man. If somebody wants to talk about some shit with me, whether it's good or bad, come on with it. You know, I mean, I'm not doing I'm not doing anything. You know, right. And 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 that's why I told you I was so hesitant because I don't have all the answers. Sometimes I do drink to medicate, and I, I I've had some like I said some recent things, and I haven't been drinking, and it's only been a couple of days, and I'm not giving myself any praise for that but i know that i've seen some shit and i can shed some light and i can i i have some wisdom on some, on some really bad places and i can tell you you know what isn't isn't good to do and what is good to do what's worked for me and what hasn't worked for me i just don't want to ever come off as i'm holier than thou because i know people that are working a great program with doing nothing no journey, sure. no nothing like that and and i know that i've been there and i've been kind of judgmental when i've been there before when i was completely clean of everything it was like oh my gosh <laughs> you've taken a suboxone like and i know I people all like that and i'm i'm so i just i got away from that and so i just i wanted to be known that i just i don't claim to be <laughs> any better or anything i just i have some knowledge and i think uh you know i i met people that are like me and that's kind of how i got better by people you're just real being, life motherfuckers what you are here it is what, what do you what do you want to know here's that here's that book you know and so, you're and, and you're and, and and the key is um I, I've been told that I do. I, I know fucking Jeff does, um, and you do, have, have big fucking hearts, and you care about people. Um, I, I'm working on being less of an asshole uh, than I can be, but, but you guys are fucking kind motherfuckers. Uh, you both are, and that, this, is a, this is a good company right here. And, and you're so right um, about the individual, like, group. Uh, yeah for working a program in a group setting is so important for us. Um, but during this time, like fuck, call somebody that, you know, is struggling, text them. If just you shoot think them about a- call them. If you think about somebody, call them. That's all I have to say. I cannot stress it enough. If you think about somebody, just call them, man. I, I've talked to my brother. He texted me. I said, yeah. And I called him instead of texting back. And my brother's 20, 25. So we're 10 years apart. Right. So I called him. I was like, yeah, man. I was like, people really don't call anymore. And he's like, all right, boomer. And he's wise beyond his years too. He's an old soul. But I told him, I said, no, I said, right now I said, when I'm, when I'm in the car, if I had to go to the grocery store or something like that, like I, I want to talk to somebody. I, I, and even when my people text me and ask me how I'm doing, it, it's like, unless they're at work or they're doing something, it's, give them a call. I, I really do think that even, I mean, and I'm not saying, Oh, nobody talks on the phone anymore. We're all staying connected. It's not this old boomer shit. It's not that hearing somebody's voice makes a huge difference. 
It really does. When I talked to you on the phone, Chris, it was totally different than us just texting some details. When sure. Sitting in my room back there and drinking my coffee, and you know uh-huh. everybody else in the house is sleeping. I just I get up early whenever I'm not playing music. You know, right. Six thirty every day out there with a fishing pole or drinking coffee or some shit. You know. Love it. But, but talking to you on the phone gave me so much more uh, confidence to do this. You know, we were we text and stuff like that. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Hearing you, hearing you know the the, the tone, the timbre, the sincerity, the the genuineness in, in your voice that goes a long way. And well, I, I, that. I would yeah. say if, if you can think, if you think of anyone, just if they pop in your head, give them a ring, bug them, fuck it. You don't know yeah. what they're going through. You don't know if some people don't know it, but they need, they want to get bugged. They want to, mm-hmm. they want somebody to talk to them. You know, I know I, Amen, man. I can't be, I can't be alone. Right. <laughs> fucking hell. You're not, you're not. And, and, and that's fucking preach on brother. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. And I, I, amen to that. I, um, I can't agree with you more on that. That is, that is huge, and I'm going to take that as a as a personal um, mission from from you to 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 make sure I uh, I stay on top of that, especially these next couple weeks, months, however long this fucking shit's got us locked on lockdown. Um, yeah, that that's powerful stuff, and I I couldn't agree more. Um, Joe, you're the fucking man. I knew this would be great, brother. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so happy, and I love you, and I'm glad you're here with us, and. Um, you know, this isn't a fucking zoomer hand job. I mean it. I, I love you to death and, uh, and, and I'm proud of you and, um, I'm grateful for you. Um, Jeff, do you got anything for Joey? I don't, man. Uh, this has been great. I'm just trying to, trying to stay out of the way a little bit. No, you fucking <laughs> stop. We got to get you guys together, man. Uh, I got some requests, so I'll send you my list and get you guys together where you can play my favorite tunes for me have a little serenade me baby serenade me um joey real quick before uh, we go i want you to to talk about your band real quick where can we find what if uh, things go back to normal do you guys have a website i'm uh, facebook what how how can people find the name of the uh, band spell it out for everyone that doesn't know wellhungarians.net that's what you go to well w-l-l hungarians just like hungarians all one word wellhungarians.net do not go to wellhungarians.com. <laughs> I'm sure you will now. Uh, I might check that out. That sounds kind of <laughs> naughty. <laughs> Old boy just won't sell that. Anyway, um, yeah, so it, we have a website. That's our website. Um, okay. Look me up on Facebook, Joey Miner, um, M-I-N-E-R. Uh, but, yeah, you'll see Well Hungarians Facebook page and all that. Um, Snapchat, Instagram, pretty much every social uh, media. Uh, actually, MySpace is going pretty strong too. So, <laughs> yeah. ah! you can check that shit. Son. Is that uh, still around? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think Justin Timberlake bought it or some shit. It's, it's music, uh, basically music, music based now. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we, we do have a MySpace, which is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, man. Um, if this gets back to normal, uh, every Wednesday we uh, uh, play at Johnny's West over in uh, Missouri, and every Thursday we play at Silver Creek in Belleville. And then uh, Fridays and Saturdays are always different. So when this, oh, cool. back, hopefully that'll be the, <laughs> that'll be the, the schedule again. Well, Jeff and I, uh, I got to bring him out to one of your shows. Uh, we'll, yeah. bring the, we'll, we'll bring the wives, Joey, as long as you, uh, you know, tell them to we keep them, if we can keep them off you fucking guys. I'll make sure they stay on you. That's all. That's, what, all right. that's, my job. Oh, that's I my love job. it. <laughs> well, well, thanks. And we'll include all this. Um, when we're done, Joey, email me or, or text me your uh, your social media handles, and we'll include it in the show notes. So if anybody wants to reach out to you, 
um, and just have a fucking convo, bro. Um, yeah, I'm, and I'm open 100%. That's that's it. I mean, if, if you know, send me the Facebook message, the whatever. I don't know. I mean, if I get bombarded, obviously it's going to be tough, but I mean, I, I'm happy to. I'm giving the open invite, y'all. <laughs> so if you right. it on there, feel free. So, um, so with that, we, we normally, we, I normally like to take the last minute or two, um, or three or however the fuck long of the closing of the podcast to, to talk about something that's, uh, on my heart. Um, but, but tonight I want to, I want to give the floor to my friend, Joey. Um, Joey went through a tough time this week and, uh, he posted a beautiful song on Facebook that he, uh, He's 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 saying to his his cousin Rachel and, and Joy, I want to give you the floor um, and, and talk a little bit about that. Well, thank you, uh, Chris. Uh, so Rachel uh, was my cousin, and uh, a few days ago she she took her own life. Um, I always I, I never know what to say. She committed suicide. She killed herself. She took her own life. It's, it's there's no good way to say it, um, and just really, it, it comes down to what you and I were talking to. We talked about this before this happened. We were talking about reaching yeah. out to people and how, uh, you know, and, and I had this thing of calling people and she had called me and I missed the call and I called her back the next day. And we had a great conversation and, and I was so happy to have that conversation with her. And then the next couple of days we had uh, Marco Polo one another, I guess it's like this app, uh, mm-hmm. It's like a video app, whatever. And I happened to be over at my mom and my grandma's picking up some things and dropping off some stuff for them. And my grandma was like talking, you know, she's Japanese. You know, and it's, you know, it's me all funny and shit. And hope she's not mad at me. I don't speak to her. And, and I guess Rachel could hear that on, on this. She said, and then I had left. So I had left. And I get this message back from her. And she's like, oh, if you're still there, tell grandma that I would never be mad at her. You know, so I've got these videos. And, um, didn't talk to her for a day. And, and, she, and I asked her, I asked her if there was anything that uh, she needed, you know, toilet paper or whatever. And, you know, she's kind of like my little sister, you know, well, we grew up all of our cousins pretty, pretty close, you know, and uh, she needed things. She said, well, I could just use a, a song, you know, like one of your, I love the stuff you do with the band, but like one of your old songs, like that you did before you were at the band, you know, like I used to do a lot of Jack Johnson and, and, and Ben Harper or uh, the death cat for cutie song that I did. Um, uh, the Decemberist, she liked that kind of stuff that I did, yeah. just got the guitar stuff. And she said, I don't care what it is, put something up. And I, I dragging my feet. I, I, I didn't want to be, <laughs> I, I didn't want to look like some thirsty musician. And I, I didn't want to look Dude. like it was be, like this. And I had all these things and I'm dragging all, and, and, and my buddy and my dad are like, just put one up, just shut up, just do it. You know, and I drag my feet and then I found out, you know, a couple of days ago that, that she had taken her life, but she, she committed suicide. And, that night I, I put put a video up immediately. I, I put a video up immediately and I realized that, that, you know, I, I felt a little guilty, you know, but um, there was a reason that she and I talked uh, on the phone. You know, we, we didn't talk a whole lot like that. We text here and there and stuff, but we didn't talk on the phone and there was a reason for all that. And I, I in hindsight, I looked back and there wasn't a single negative thing in her voice. You know, so I, I don't know what happened, but that that's kind of what I, I just calling somebody and talking to him. It might, maybe, you know, maybe she would have done something that, that day that I, if she didn't talk to her that day, it might happen sooner. I don't know. It doesn't, I, I, you know, that doesn't matter, but there are people out there that are fucking struggling and we, we don't know 
even the people that are really close to us, we think are really close to us. We don't know. They might even be living in the same house and struggling. And there's no way to just tell somebody, hey, I'm here to talk because if it were that easy, there wouldn't be anybody struggling because there are so many people that listen. You know, it's, that's why there's got to be something to where it's just breaking the mold and just not being selfish. It's not, you know, just caring about other people. And it's, it's, been, it's been a tough week. And, and uh, I'm going to put out another song later this evening, actually, for her, another one that she really liked. Um, I kind of think that's, that's what I'm just going to make an album and, and try to, you know, to try to, to tribute to her. Um, and I thank you very much for letting me uh, speak about that on, on, your, on your show here because I, uh, I know that there are plenty of people that are struggling just like she is, and if not worse, and, and they, they want help. They just might not know where or how or, or what that entails. And if, if even one of these words could have somebody give me a ring to have at least even one better day, I, I'd feel good about it. You can't pre- prevent everything, but I just, if I could just one, one thing, if, like you said, if it helped one person, it's worth it, right? Just Amen. One. So. Thanks, Joey. Yeah. Thank you, bud. We love you. We're praying for you. Um, we're praying for, for your cousins, your, your whole family. And, um, amen, brother. Amen. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it, brother. You be well. You stay safe. And uh, and and call someone tonight, guys. Call someone tomorrow. If you think about them, call them. Right, Joey? Yep. They come across your mind. Dial them up. I love you, brother. I love you, man. Jeff, nice love to meet you, brother. Thank you, guys. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Let us pray. If you're struggling or know someone that is, please, please have them check out our podcast and reach out to Chris or me. We want to listen and we're super eager to help. Pondoff's Anonymous is Chris Pondoff and produced by me, Jeff Allen. Our music is Antihero by McCall and Gentle Waters by Wild Wonder. For more information, visit pondoffsanonymous.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>